Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited that you are here for this very special episode today. I, I think I say that a lot. All of my episodes are special, right? <laughs> um, but I'm just, I'm so delighted that you've joined me. If you're new to my podcast, can I just say how happy I am that you stumbled upon it? I created this space so you could listen to content from highly motivated, successful women from all different walks of life who are invited to my platform to share their stories and their journey with you. A little update about my personal journey. Both of my boys are finally out of school for the summer. Can I get a whoop whoop? (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's been a long year, guys. With them both being in different schools, going at different times, and our youngest in a class for his special needs, I've literally felt like the days have just blurred together. And I've loved having them home, and I'm looking forward to a fun summer with them. I'm actually reminded of a scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 that says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And right now... My husband and I are in a season of growth, something which I'm so thankful for, but with growth does come more responsibility, more put on our plates, and even sometimes just feels like more aggravation, it seems like. But it's exciting, and it's draining, it's daunting, it's stressful, all the things, and it's energizing as well, but it just kind of is all of those things rolled into one big ball, I feel like. But, you know, and people on the outside, they just will not always understand your struggles. The entrepreneurial life is not for the faint of heart. We actually operate multiple companies, manage employees and build teams. We recruit independent contractors and run software programs. So just a little glimpse of what goes on when I'm not on my podcast platform. You know, we're also meeting the demands of parenthood and community, family, and just life in general. But when you know you're called to do something, that you're operating in your gifts, your strengths and abilities, you can rest at night with a happy heart. That being said, I also wanna add that operating in your gifts, strengths, and abilities does not at all mean it will only happen if you're an entrepreneur. I just wanna clarify that. In fact, I think way too much emphasis is actually on this, you know, the glorified version of entrepreneurial life to where it has become so cliche. Not everyone is cut out to do that. And just because you have that label doesn't mean you've reached the ultimate success. Pursuing a career outside of that, a calling or a gift, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, friends. So I want to encourage you to do you. Don't pretend to be someone you're not or force something that really isn't working for you. With all that being said as well, I I want to introduce a special guest and friend that will be joining me in just a few minutes. 
I'm excited she will be sharing today because she is an entrepreneur who is not afraid to evolve, grow, and flourish in her best, beautiful self. Meet Carlene Marone, founder and president of Imagine by Carlene, the parent company of Imagine Wellness Spa and Functional Nutrition with Carlene. She is a hardworking visionary who has overcome many obstacles in her life to pursue the kind of work she is passionate about. I have had the pleasure of watching Carlene for a few years now, and I love her positivity and tenacious spirit. Not going to waste any more time, friends. Let's get into it. All right. Well, hello, Carlene. I'm so excited that you could join this episode and that we could do this together. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. Thank you. I'm really excited to participate. Me too. I know for those of you who are listening, Carlene is actually a friend of mine and I have been so blessed to watch um, her story continue to unfold. And I absolutely love her story and her background. So Carlene, Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself because you are just, everything is so inspiring that you do. So I'm excited for everyone to listen. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I, gosh, let's see. I got out of college at um, 20. I wasn't even 21 yet with a, a bachelor's and kind of jumped headfirst into my career uh, in business and sales and marketing. And, you know, basically I was a baby <laughs> and through, you know, all of the, um, I had my children young and through all of the eighties and nineties, I was really always seeking something, always wanting more. And it wasn't until, um, nine 11 when I kind of realized that I, um, this is my inspiration here, my inspiration moment, uh, everybody was, uh, all of my friends had ways to kind of help. I lived up in Connecticut then. So it was, this was very close to me when that tragedy happened. And wow. I, at the time was working for a company, um, sponsoring, um, I was selling radio sponsorships for traffic and the, account I was working on was a Nestle water company. So here I am, my big, you know, job was to convince this company to spend millions of dollars to sponsor traffic reports to encourage people to buy bottled water and, um, out of a plastic bottle, which, you know, now I tell people don't even drink out of the plastic, but <laughs> it should be free. And, you know, I just, I just felt like I wasn't living my purpose. And mm -hmm. it took me another 10 years working for like more social responsible type companies to come into my own and, um, and start to start my own business. And my mission was really to help people find and enhance their best, beautiful self and that has taken me through um, what I thought was going to be using my marketing talents to help people promote their, their personal brand and their brand image um, through makeup, photography, aesthetics, and uh, functional nutrition now. And in the process of all of that, working um, crazy to build a business, it, experiencing lots of personal stress in my life, um, I got to a point where I could no longer perform the aesthetic treatments and had to start rethinking again what I am doing and most recently have also become licensed in real estate and I'm looking to connect 
the wellness portion of somebody's life with their home. So um, I have no idea where that's going to take me next, but I'm excited about it. I, um, I own a wellness spa. I still own the spa. I'm still helping people with functional nutrition. And uh, there are days where I feel like I'm having three jobs and running three companies. (laughs) I bet. That's a lot. That's a lot of different um, gears to shift as well. Like uh, I know they kind of all tie in together, but still it's different hats that you have to wear, I'm sure, to make everything come together as it should. So, wow, that's a lot, Carlene. A lot of responsibilities. I have employees and then I have um, parts of my business where I don't have support. So um, it's, you know, it, it's interesting for sure. Every day <laughs> is an adventure. Yes. Well, how so kind of backtracking a little bit where you kind of came to a point where you wanted to just start your own business. How did you even know where to begin? Like what, what, what was your thought process with, I know you, um, you have a spa and all of that. Like talk to us a little bit about what that was like when you were trying to envision what this would be in the future for yourself. Well, you know, the interesting thing is what you envision isn't really what happens usually because God's plan mm-hmm. is always bigger and mm-hmm. better than you could ever, ever envision or imagine. And that was what happened to me. I mean, literally, I thought I was just going to be a photographer and uh, do some makeup. I, I was a Mary Kay representative when I, I lost that uh, last corporate job and and the economy was bad. And I'm like, oh, well, there's a sales director position sitting on my shelf here. Maybe I could do something with that. Makeup has always been a, um, you know, kind of like a hobby and a passion. I used to do wedding makeup for people when I was in college. And um, so I really kind of thought I was, I was going to, you know, be doing makeup and photographing people and helping them build their brand. And then I took wedding makeup classes and um, I, started this little um, business imagined by Carlene and it was wedding makeup and photography and got hired by a skincare company and um, to do inside sales. So I was kind of working 8.30 to 4.30 and then doing my business nights and weekends. And then there was this little voice and I know it was God saying, you really need to study aesthetics. You're, you're working with these estheticians and these dermatologists and uh, I was definitely very interested and passionate. Science has always been um, a, uh, an aptitude, I guess, I had. And I really wanted to connect the science with the beauty. And um, it just all grew legs. I never in a million years imagined I was going to own a spa. But every step I took just... Um, you know how they say when you touch something and it turns to gold, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it turned to gold, but every step I took just led me to that next step. And I really didn't know where I was headed. And I just kept relying on my faith and relying on God to, um, you know, okay, tell me what to do today. Tell me, tell me what this next step is. And, you know, how am I going to make this work? And when I moved to Florida to be closer to my father. Um, and there was, you know, a lot of, a lot of reasons for that, which I'm sure we'll get into. I thought I was going to, um, just kind of do, bring my photography down with me. Cause I was shooting portraits and some weddings and fun things. And, um, you know, I was going to do my photography and makeup 
And I was just going to rent a room and do uh, facials like two days a week. I really thought that's what I was going to do. And um, nine years later, uh, <laughs> I own the building, the spa's in. I've got nine people here. Some are independent contractors, some are employees. Uh, no longer shooting professionally. And I miss it terribly. Um, did sell some makeup this morning. So the makeup still kind of seems to be a steady thread throughout all. Um, so yeah, it, uh, my inspiration was really just kind of following the doors that God was putting in front of me to open. That is, that's very, that is actually inspiring in itself because I think, um, you know, as then this is kind of, a coming from an entrepreneurial approach, it's so easy to fall into that trap of thinking that we have to have everything all mapped out and we have to have every single goal set and in place and then push towards that, that we think should be happening instead of allowing things to unfold naturally as they should. And I think when we're able to embrace that concept uh, we eliminate so much additional stress <laughs> that happens when we're trying to force something to work that maybe is just not meant to be. Um, so I think it's it's very, very neat that you were able to figure that out so early on in your career. Yeah, I think, you know, I was there was a goal I was trying to reach and I was on a call with um one of my one of my companies, because I did do I did have a couple of direct sales companies that I really relied on in the beginning because the the profits from those sales um, helped to fund some of what I needed. And I remember saying, I'm going to reach this goal. And one of the women said, you know, God willing. And I'm like, oh, yes, I, I have to remember it's not just me. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say it took the pressure off because you still have to strive for what you're you're going for. But it took the feeling of if I don't make it, it's not failure. It's because there's something else meant for me. Mm. And, um, okay. I did reach that goal, which was great. But um, yeah, I think it's important to have a plan, but you need to, ha- you need to be flexible. And, um, you know, I wouldn't recommend anybody start a business with no money like I did, but sometimes that's what we're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Just you know, a client once said to me, "God always balances his checkbook. If you are truly following your purpose, um, there the way is going to make itself known." And it doesn't mean that I didn't make mistakes either. And um, and then you know, we think about it: was it really a mistake? Not really, because I learned from it. But I brought people into my onto my teams. I brought people into my business that. Um, it didn't last uh, for you know whatever reason they they started a journey and thought it was right for them and it wasn't or um, left me you know left owing me money and you know a lot of different things happened along the way and I think it's just uh, for me it was all learning to be humble and learning to accept that you there's really nothing I can control but my reaction to things and. Right. And to kind of let go of the fear and the the stress in some of the decision making and rely on the faith that, okay, I'm going to be okay no matter what, because I'm going to learn something that's going to help me to that next step. Absolutely. And I think too, um, you know, when we keep our eyes set on our, on a higher purpose, when we realize 
why we were put on this earth and what we're meant to do is so much bigger than ourselves. Like you said, um, that pressure kind of lifts and then we're able to just freely walk through and walk down that path that God is kind of lighting each step of the way. Sometimes we just don't see the entire path all lit up. It's just our next step, literally. Um, and that can be a little scary for some people, um, you know, and for others, we're just like, hey, I don't, you know, everybody's personality <laughs> is different. Um, for me, that's terrifying <laughs> when I don't know where I'm going, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's something we just, it doesn't happen overnight. It's something we learn through the journey. Um, and like you said, the, sometimes those pitfalls of owning a business, of having employees, of independent contractors, there's just things that are going to come up that we are not going to be able to foresee. We just have to deal with it when it happens and remember that people are watching how we react to things. And, you know, we learn so much about ourselves and what we're capable of doing. Yes, it's so true. And people are watching. Um, I actually had a, a woman come into the spa today who um, had been a client a while back and and she went off with um, somebody who had gone a different way and she came back today and she's like, you did the right thing. And it was validating, but it was also, um, it, it kind of made me sad that, that that person that left didn't learn either, you know, and her mm -hmm. clients were coming back to us and I just kind of felt like, you know, it was nice. It was nice to have validation, but I would have actually preferred that that other person had gone on and been successful. And um, there was, you know, I had to make a hard decision. And I just feel, um, you know, I don't, I don't like, I guess maybe like a younger version of me would have been like, oh, I see, I told you so. But that mm -hmm. person's long, long past, you know. It's just, right. Yeah. We're, we're all human. I think that's the point I was going to make is we are all human and people are watching and, and, um, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna make mistakes and, and people need to see the, uh, authenticity of, okay, well, you know, this, here's this business owner and she made a decision and it didn't work out for her or it did work out for her. And let's see what she does with that and, and what right. direction she goes next. Right. So. Yep, that's very true. And in your journey, um, you know, kind of looking back over the last few years, how did you how did you keep your motivation when those times got tough? Like you shared briefly in the beginning how my, you know, some with starting businesses, you do sometimes need to have like the the finances in place or you don't realize the equipment or whatever you need to invest in. When mm -hmm. those times were hard, how did you keep um, keep your motivation and rise above it to keep everything accomplishing the way that you wanted it to? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I first moved down here, I, I moved with pretty much um, no real capital to start my business. And mostly that was because I didn't think I, I needed it. Um, you know, my plan was, like I said, to rent a little room and um, we were moving in, I was with uh, my, my second husband at the time and we were moving in with my father and I couldn't find a room to rent. I actually had to rent a, um, a whole space. And, uh, most people who know me know Tiffany, Tiffany, uh, and I met very early on in the first, like 
couple of months here taking a, a class I needed to transfer my licensing information uh, or my licensing down here. And she came in with me. And um, so it was very new. It was more than I anticipated I was going to do. And I just was like, okay, well, I've got faith that, you know, this is the next step. Like I did everything. And then um, kind of everything fell apart. My um, had, we're moving, it moved in with my father and my father and uh, husband at the time um, were not getting along. And we were pretty much forced to find a, another place to live really quickly. And I had signed that lease. This was August. And on October, we were living in a uh, motel on 41, praying that the application for this duplex I put in was going to be accepted. And we put an application in with him having a temporary job as a contractor. And that was before they were really busy down here. It was 2013 and me just opening a business and we had two dogs and I was, you know, it was like, Oh my gosh. Um, but you know, God came through for us and, um, we, but then I had two rents to pay Mm -hmm. and, uh, Tiffany and I would, um, sit around the table this was 600 square feet and there were two little rooms in it and there was this big open space and we had like dining room table in the middle where we that was our like desk area that we shared and clients would sit there with us with the computer and go over results and we were sitting around the dining room table and we were playing youtube mind movies it's all about you know positive reinforcement and we were like, okay, we need to get all this positiveness in into our brains. And we would play them on our phones at night while we were sleeping. And we would play ones for abundance. And um, I, I, you know, I swear it changed our thinking, totally changed our thinking. And um, you know, that combined with our faith and and just um, we we allowed no no space for negativity in our brains. And uh, when I moved to that next location, I remember sitting there and I had empty rooms because it was bigger. And I realized that um, we, we needed somebody to answer the phones because there was a walk-in traffic. And I looked across the street and I looked up and down the street and I said, every single one of this, these businesses here has employees. So if they can do it, I can do it. I have to hire an employee. And that was scary. It's like, okay, now I have to do payroll. Right. I have to hire an employee. I have to do payroll. And, um, you know, you just, you just got to do it. There's no, there's no shortcut. There's no easy way to just, um, you know, like take a little step, um, sometimes the steps you take are they're large you know when you mm-hmm. need help you need to hire somebody you need to pay them and it needs to be legal you know right. you can't because otherwise you're setting yourself up for possible failure right. or or worse so it, again those are just some of the things that went through my head and mm-hmm. how i stayed motivated and really surrounding myself with positive people yeah, that is so important. Um, and I feel I feel like especially in this day and age where there is so much negativity out there, 
we don't even realize sometimes how much of that, even beyond what we're paying attention to, does infiltrate into our minds. And it it can definitely hinder when things are getting, when things get hard, it can cause you to lose that spark that you started with, you know, where you feel like the flame is just starting to die down. And like you said, um, you know, when it comes to accomplishing a dream or, you know, fulfilling a purpose, a calling, whatever that looks like, you you can't always just kind of have that mindset where, oh, I'm just going to kind of stick my toe in the water and get my feet wet a little and see what works. Sometimes you just have to go all in. Um, and I kind of learned that the hard way when we moved down to Florida, um, I did not know how to swim. And we got this big pool where, you know, surrounded by water. And I thought, you know, I probably should get over it and just <laughs> not be afraid <laughs> to try. But my husband would get so frustrated with me because when it came down to like him showing me and teaching me, I would just kind of stand at the edge of the pool and just put my foot in and be like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> Not for me. And he's like, you have to get in the water if you're going to swim. Um, And I always like it's stuck in my mind so much because I've learned that by nature, I have those tendencies. And, you know, if if I would have kept doing that, I would have never learned how to swim. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Um, Another another one that. um seems I, I seem to find myself vocalizing often is um, God can open doors for you, but if you don't let go of the handle and mm. walk through it, nothing's going okay. to happen. And so many times I see people, you know, standing in that threshold and they're holding on to it. And it's mm-hmm. like, gotta you gotta go through the door you gotta let go and go through it or nothing's going to happen (laughs) so true and I think we get comfortable in even though we want something bigger and better it's so easy to fall like well I'm in this room I'm in this space if I open if I walk through this door there's no going back what is this next you know what is this next space going to look like Mm -hmm. um but you'll never know and you'll never find out the, the, the even better things that God has in store if we're clinging to where we're at right now. So that's really yes. good. I love that. Yeah. And so, so many good. people are so resistant to change or they, they really have a hard time mm-hmm. with change. And I think it's because they have not allowed change to happen enough to really experience that. It's always going to be for the better because you have to you have to embrace the lessons that if it doesn't, if it doesn't go right, it's like, I, I used to say to my, my children, you know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and okay. So if that happens, what are you going to do about it? I mean, how bad can it really be? Um, right. And most people aren't really, you know, totally, I mean, sometimes change happens and you're in a really great place and it's like, but I don't want change. I'm really, really happy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that's not the case. So. Right. So for for other women out there who maybe are struggling with that concept of change or maybe even the lack of self-motivation that's held them back from taking the risks that they needed or being bold or dreaming big, what? 
what advice would you give them right now? If they were sitting right in front of you, Carlene, what would you tell them? Um, you know, if they're, if they're believers, it's really, you know, easy to say God's plan's always bigger than yours and, you know, have faith and trust in that, but not everybody's a believer. So, um, you know, that's, that makes it harder because all they know is what they know then there's, there's no belief in something bigger than they know. So I oftentimes will say, you know, how about just starting for looking, starting at looking at the little miracles and in every day, because there's always something that happens in a day, even the worst day possible. There's always something you can find that might be positive that that happened in that day, something that, you know, well, it was bad, but it would have been worse if whatever, or it could have been worse if whatever. And, and recognizing that, um, and, and blessing that, that miracle or, um, just being mindful of it kind of leads you to the next one. And I think you kind of have to be in that positive mindset in order to allow yourself to, to take a step out of fear, because really what it is that, you know, you're asking yourself to, to make a change that you're resistant to is really to take a step out of fear. Um, it should be out of fear into faith, at least for me. But if you don't have faith, it's got to be out of fear into the unknown. And um, you, you have to trust that, that, that you can manifest positivity in that unknown. Um, and hopefully, hopefully that leads people to faith. I mean, I, I would like to think it, it's going to lead people to to faith and, and spirituality and, and the promises that God has for us, um, especially as women. But, um, you know, every little step in that direction is, is a positive step, right? Like a mustard seed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's so true. And, you know, on the days that I, I think, too, sometimes we have to give ourselves grace because, there are going to be days that you get up in the morning and you struggle or you feel that self-doubt or something, you know, tragic happens in your life. And I think all of us can relate to that at some point mm-hmm. or at some level. Thing, life is not um, a walk through the tulip patch. <laughs> it's oh, just, you know, it, it's going to rain. It's going to storm. The winds are going to come. And when you're able to stand tall and resilient and understand I can get through this. I just need to get through this day. You know, tomorrow is a new day. Um, And not, you know, give yourself grace to do that and not be so hard on yourself. I think that's very important as well when with staying motivated with whatever it is that your vision and your purpose is that you're trying to fulfill. Just don't give up. And obviously you didn't give up, you know, with all of the things that you were going through with your dad and you know, moving to a whole new state and starting a business. And, you know, that's a lot of different things happening and you didn't give up, even if it meant you had to shift gears or change directions. That's okay. You know, that's that's totally okay. So. Yeah. And, you know, even in, I'm sorry, even in growing my, my business, like once it was going and, and growing, I had some, some things happen in, in my personal life with my marriage and, um, it, my ex-husband having, um, 
he actually was pretty public about his um, his injuries and then he got addicted to the pills and there was alcoholism and all of that stuff was going on sort of in the background while I was trying to build this business. And, um, you know, I can't say it didn't get me down because it definitely did. But mm-hmm. I was in a place where I felt like I had no choice but to to stay motivated and to support myself. And I think um, that's sort of um, my whole, you know, my whole life, I've never felt like I really had the, the choice to um, have a bad day. Mm. Um, Even though I've had bad days, it was sort of like, well, you know, I really can't have a bad day because I have to make money. I have to support the family. I have Mm -hmm. to, there were so many obligations on my, on my shoulders. And that actually is not good and not healthy. Um, I don't know that I could have changed any of that, but the, um, the long-term impact of that is sort of what led me to the functional nutrition and, and the Mm -hmm. breakdown of my, um, my body inside, uh, chronic, um, tissue damage and things like that, that I didn't even realize was happening. And that's like a whole nother topic on, on stress, but, um, ideally it would be great to, for people to be able to choose motivation. And also, like you said, to choose the days where they really needed to just be, you know, have those self-care moments and just ask Mm -hmm. for grace and just, um, just be. And I didn't have enough of those in my past. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, even though now it's like I have three jobs, I don't know how I'm going to have it now, but that's not the long-term plan. The, the, right. long, the long-term plan, obviously, yeah. is, is I'm, I'm moving into, into a place where um, I'm delegating and I'm going to be able to take time for myself. And I have been taking more time for myself despite all of that. So um, yeah. there definitely needs to be a balance. And I appreciate that you brought that up. Yeah, I think um, we have to protect that time. You know, when when it comes to those things that are meaningful to us and that kind of recharge, I, you and I were talking a little bit about this before we, we started this podcast that I'm so looking forward to this holiday weekend with my kids and just being able to unplug a little bit. (laughs) Um, You know, we have to, we have to be in a, in a place where we're determined that this is, this is my time, whether it's to, you know, read a book or spend time in prayer or spend time, you know, with your children doing an activity as a family or taking a bath. I mean, I don't care what that is. If you have to protect that time and mark that down and say, you know what, I'm sorry, but this, I am not available right now. And you shut off your phone and you get off social media and you just be in that moment. You will be able to function and perform so much better and avoid that burnout that just happens when you're just constantly feeling that you have to burn the candle at both ends to be successful And that is a pitfall that, you know, a lot of these books and, you know, people um, that, you know, everyone's following out there can kind of come across like, well, you're not successful and you're not hustling if you're not burning the candle at both ends and you're up at four o'clock in the morning and staying awake till midnight. People can't function like that. (laughs) It's like, absolutely, it just is not realistic. 
Yes, um, it is you know, so important to schedule that time. Yeah, it really is. It's just as important to schedule that time as it is, uh, you know, that meeting with your client or whatever it is that you do that you have to protect it and you can't put it on the back burner. Um, you know, and that's something that I learned the hard way. And I'm sure, you know, obviously with all of the things that you have come through as well, you, you, you know, it's like you come to a place where it's like, wow, I can't just let that go anymore. Right. Right. I think that the most beautiful thing is, um, you know, I, I got remarried last month and I am with, thank you. I am with somebody where the relationship is the, the peace, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, I am so, I can just so totally relax in my relationship and my love with this person and, and in spending time with him versus in the past, like, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop and, you know, just, it's just so, so different. And, um, that's wonderful. Yeah. It, it just, you know, I I made some good decisions finally. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Well, I'm, I'm definitely so happy for you. And, um, for those who are listening, I definitely encourage you to follow Carlene. You'll be so inspired by her journey and story. She does a lot of super cool light. I love it when you go live and you're walking or you're just out, you know, just kind of talking about whatever is on your mind. What is the best way for people to follow you, Carlene? So I would say, um, I, I have, um, gosh, I've got a lot of pages now. <laughs> I was like, oh. uh, probably, um, so there's, there's functional nutrition with Carlene, um, which is on, um, Facebook and that's a great way to follow me for anything to do with self-care. Um, homes with Carlene is where I'm going to be kind of linking, um, your, your lifestyle with your self-care mm-hmm. and, um, I have uh, a good blog on uh, carlinemarone.com, which is my functional nutrition website. And um, and then the spa, the, the spa kind of belongs to everybody here on the team, Imagine Wellness Spa. Uh, but I think if you go to any of those places, it's going to lead you to the other places. And uh, you'll be as surprised as I am to see what ha- what transpires. <laughs> <laughs> the next couple of years <laughs> oh, well, it'll be fun it'll be fun to watch and I'm sure whatever it will look like it will be a beautiful process um, so I want to thank you for coming on today and, and taking that time to share your story with people who are listening um, and just continuing on and being bold and your journey is an inspiration to people that are watching so Thank you so much for your words of wisdom and your humbleness and your character and strength. Um, it is, it's a blessing to those who are around you for sure. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel. I, I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you today. And I hope that uh, listeners uh, walk away with a little nugget that helps each one of them. Absolutely. For sure. Well, sometime, um, we will do another part two. Maybe that would be so much fun. I love doing that. 
Um, I but anyways, uh, I will link um, all of those that you had mentioned so people can follow you in the show notes. So that will be easy as well. Um, and once again, thank you so much, Carlene. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Talk to you soon, Rachel. Bye-bye. Well, friends, I want to thank you for tuning into this episode today. Carlene's story is one that continues to be written, and I'm honored that she was able to share some of that with us today. I believe that the greatest way we can impact our world for good is to be honest about our own story and be willing to share the wisdom we gained on our journey. Success is meant to be shared. It's so funny because I came across this quote the other day, and I it was very short, but I'm going to read it to you guys because I thought it was so powerful. And it says, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. This was literally quoted from Estee Lauder, um, which I thought was so cool because for those of you who follow me outside of the podcast space, I absolutely love makeup. (laughs) It's something that I enjoy so much. And um, it kind of felt like that quote was fitting for everything that we've talked about today with Carlene. You know, we... At the end of the day, if you really want to achieve success, you do have to work for it and you have to put in that effort. It's just not going to magically evolve or just go, you know, poof and happen. We have to work for it and we have to first define what success means to us and what that word actually manifests itself to be in our lives. Because my version of success is going to be different from your version of success. And that is quite all right. I think we forget sometimes that it's okay to make that your own. Define that in your own terms and don't let anyone else tell you that it's right or like that it's wrong. If it's right for you, then it's right. With that all being said, I just want to thank you again for listening today. If this podcast has meant something to you, would you please do me a favor and just leave a review or a star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. It helps me keep the show going. It helps me grow and keep bringing more episodes like this one to you. So until next time, friends, be blessed and get out there and hustle, girl.